basically when I go to Trader Joe's in my crop top in the summer. Yep. I'm hoping to get some action. First and foremost, my balls. Maybe take in a Broadway show. I, I could take in a rent. If my dick was one inch bigger, I could be Bobby Flay. Hello and welcome. We're back. From theballerlifestyle.com, this is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I am the host of the program. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. I have written down here episode 176, and I'm almost certain that's wrong. I think this is episode 175. Could you tell me? Do you guys know? I'm 100% sure. Yeah, it is. Episode 175 of the program. Thank you very much for joining the show. Thank you for being a part of what we do here. Very big show. Gonna get right into it. Joining me now, as is always the case, is our very own Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Now, without getting into too much math, 175 uh, divided by once a week. We took a couple weeks off each year. Like, yeah. we've been doing this for 19 years. Is That's that at least sa- at sounds least, about right? At least it's <laughs> our kids are in college. Yeah, like, we've wow, been this That's a lot while. of fucking episodes. Yes, um, it is. Uh, I just wanted to point out um, our boy John McEnroe. He's yeah. in. He's in the news lately. Yes, and he's taken a pounding. And I think people, you know, they hate context. But he was specifically asked if she was the best, if Serena was the best tennis player ever. Right. And he said, "Look, she'd be like the what do you say, seven hundredth, right, tennis player." Like he was asked a specific question, how she would compare to the men's, and he he gave an honest answer. He didn't say, and in that same interview, he said I'd be twelve hundredth or something. Like he he said she would beat him, yes. and I I read like you know from I love the Washington Post, but like Sally Jenkins wrote the hot take, like John McEnroe, you know, is Bobby Riggs, and it's like he he didn't say he didn't brag. I mean, he's. 20 years, 25 years out of his career. No, he was asked a question and he gave an honest answer. And I love that he took heat. Then he went on a show and they're like, hey, you care to retract? And he's like, no. And then I saw somebody put a clip of Serena on Letterman. And she said, if I had to go against, uh, what is it, Andy Murray, the the British or Scottish dude? And she said, it would be 6-0, yeah, and McEnroe in that same interview said, um, "You know, to compare her versus men is is minimizing her accomplishments, and she's by far the best tennis women's tennis player ever. But like, why why can't we have this? Why can't we just be okay with you know the women doing this? Like, women and men have different skill sets, and Serena in an interview." acknowledged that like Federer and all these guys like it's a much faster game and that's fine but like 
they're they're trying to turn McEnroe into Bobby Riggs, and he's not. He he's just being honest. No, I think that anybody with any kind of anything more than just a quick knee jerk reaction or any kind of like information on the on the air quotes controversy here would see this for exactly what it is. He was asked a question. He answered honestly. Also, by the way, probably favored Serena a little bit in his answer. I bet number 701 through number 1214 could probably take her because it's a different game. She's a woman. They're men. Men and women are different. They play a different game that we shouldn't right. be comparing them to each other. And I, I, I'm not, you watch more tennis than me. Of course but when I've watched tennis, big tennis I, I enjoy women's more than men's. Uh, yeah, there's more. There's definitely more back and forth in the women's game. Plus, you know, sometimes they're kind of hot. Yeah, exactly. But you know, she's the best yeah. women's athlete of our lifetime oh, by yeah, far. She dominates. Yeah, she dominates. And yeah, like really he said, good. that minimizes like how she'd compare against the men. Like, just let her be awesome for what she yeah. is. Like, yeah. that's. It's not saying like she's shitty. She's great. She just. She's just a woman. In a in a different sport, it's a, it's almost like a different sport. Yes, I think there is there is somewhere a ranking of like all tennis players where they're all ranked together, men and women. And I don't. I've heard this before. I've heard that there there exists like. I don't know the ATP does it or but there's a top to bottom list of all the best at the at any given but time. I wonder how they compare that. Like what I is that? Know. I don't know. I I could be making that up, but I did hear that somewhere. Uh, but it's a, it's a stupid argument. And I think McEnroe has a book coming out. His okay. his last book was fantastic by the way. Anybody hasn't read. But it. I just I just love that he was given an opportunity to be a pussy and he's like, "No. No. No. No, cuz he's being honest. That's why he's great. Hold on, I have to cough. <clears throat> No, that's you, what's you that's going what's, full Adam Carolla news girl. Wow, how dare you? How dare you? How does, has anybody else noticed that? By the way, have you noticed it now? I've now that I pointed it out to you. Yeah, I, I noticed. I noticed after you pointed it out because yeah. it happened like the next day. Yeah, yeah, because it happens on every show, and it happens a bunch of times on every show. <laughs> and I don't understand how that I know that, and no one else. I does. never. I. I never thought about it until you pointed it out. Now well, the so, next so, day I heard it. So I'll, I'll be honest. Somebody point. I'm not, I don't listen that closely. Like that's not one of the shows that I really like pay close attention to, but I do put it on when it, well, you know, I'm a one and a half times guy. I don't oh, pay attention right. to anything. Closely. That's right. Nothing. One and a half speed. You can't catch all the coughs. So I didn't originally notice the coughing myself. Cause I don't listen that closely. It's not, you know what it is. It's not a headphone show for me. It's, I have it on my office and I have it on like an adjacent computer. So mm. it's not like directly playing at me. It's just like noise in the room. So I don't listen that closely, but somebody pointed out, pointed it out to me. And now I hear it every single time. I, it's all I hear on the show. Like I won't even be listening to conversation and I'll hear her <coughs> <coughs> right directly into the microphone. Like during an interview. What is that? Yeah. Not cough, good. Cough away from the microphone. It is um, 
a couple things we need to talk about. Okay. First and foremost, my balls. It is extremely, we're in a heat wave here in Southern California. I won't say extremely hot, but it is warm. And so I've got the studio wide open here. We did some, spoiler alert, guys. We did some podcasting last night. Yeah. And I had I had the AC on, but I can't have the AC blowing during the show because you can hear it in the mics. So it got very hot. I turned off the AC. I cooled the house down. And I turned off the AC before we started recording. And then then it got very hot during the show. I got very sweaty. And so just as I was about to record this show today, I don't have the AC on, but I got the windows and doors open here in the studio. I went upstairs, and I rarely do this. I went upstairs and did a pre-show powder. Ooh. I got some of that gold bond talc. And I dabbed it all around my ball sack and underneath, that area underneath the taint. Got it all in there. Got the inner thighs. Got things really dried out and fresh for the show because it is so hot. But Ed, we should tell people, show news, breaking show news. Ed is about to bounce for his yearly sojourn to the to the cooler climbs. Well, let let me point this out because I just, um, I was looking at the two week forecast. Oh no. On your, on your customized weather app, your special weather app. It's the weather channel app. That's, that's what it is. But anyway, I was like, all right, so I'm leaving less than two weeks. What? Because I'm going to Madrid for a few days before I go to London. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, how is it? Well, today it was a high of 78. I was like, okay, because we, as we know, Euros don't do air conditioning. No. And then I'm just scrolling. Okay, so we're going two weeks. So day 10, it's up to 83, 84. Scrolling. Uh, the day I get to Madrid, high of 102. Wow, <laughs> and, Fahrenheit. And, and it's, yeah, and it's, well, if it's Celsius, then I might actually be food. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, no one but, knows that, Ed. Yeah, yeah. go on. Well, no Fahrenheit, one knows Celsius. Celsius is like 25 or 30, and you're like, oh, my yeah. God, that's brutal. No, but anyway, I live with the Celsius person. I know. I know how it goes. But anyway, like, yeah. I I might, this might be one of my final podcasts, because if it's, if it's oh, yeah. 102 without air conditioning, that that might be all for me. Yeah, because you're gonna pack all your jeans and sweatshirts. What? And all the, your like normal outfits, and you're you're gonna get there, and it's gonna be cooking hot. You're gonna have yeah, to get you're gonna have good. to get warm weather clothing. I'm not okay with this. Just like I'm not okay with every other day. Brian sends me pictures of snakes. Oh, I'm that not one. okay with those either. This fancy sauce. I think she saw on Facebook or something. One of her, a friend of hers in Bali had a snake in her pool. How, what did you think about that? Not, that was not a, okay. And not okay. And guess what? Yeah. I will have a nightmare about that today. <laughs> that thing was mad. I've had like three nightmares based on your pictures that you've sent me. Even, even, so assume that's the shallow end of the pool and the shallow end is about four feet deep. It's, the, it's climbing out of the pool. Yeah, that's three and a half feet too long for yeah, anything. So four feet of it is on the wall of the pool, and then probably another 
foot and a half, two feet of it are out of the pool, and then another <laughs> two feet of it are on the Jesus. What kind of snake is that? The pool. You being an expert, like, is that dangerous? I don't know. I asked. I asked. It's a lot um, of snake. Well, it's in it's in Indonesia, so it's they're probably all dangerous there. And I asked Fancy. I go, hey, what kind of snake do you think that is? And she goes, I don't know, a cobra. So what? she Ooh. she thought it might be a cobra. I couldn't tell if it was a cobra because it didn't have the head flared out, but it did kind of look like that snake on that video I sent you last week. Ah, where, Jesus. Where, where the snake was actually trying to break into someone's home. It looked a lot like that snake. So it could have been a cobra. You know what I do? You, you mentioned maybe last week or the week before, you said my views on snakes are kind of your views on rats. Yeah. Have, how many rat videos or pictures have I sent you since then? Zero. Zero, yeah. Yes. But you are fueling the nightmares. <laughs> well, I just thought it was really cool. I mean, it was... Do we need was, to say? When, You're a monster. You when, are a monster. When do you see something quite like that? So, uh, to continue. Okay. We've digressed here. So, we did some casting last night. We got together and casted. And a preview, guys... We recorded yet another one of our infamous movie reviews because Ed's going to be out of pocket. So Ed, you're gone. Like ne- I'm going to run this. I'm going to run this movie review next week, right? Because we're not going to be able to do a show next week. No, we correct? can. We can do next week. Oh, we can. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm it's around. The fourth, like it's the Fourth of July. I mean, are you are you going to like hold hands and watch the fireworks? Well, no. I'm around. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, we'll figure it out. I might just put it up. I might just like because it's no so because good. Right, yeah it's great but yeah. let's let's do one knock one more out okay and then okay. yeah and then I'm not around I don't know because it feels kind of stale if I let it sit too long so I might oh just... oh because because that that movie's gonna get stale over exactly. the next week so guys we reviewed last night we got together I'm not done editing it yet but we got together and we reviewed 1985 <laughs> and you're worried about it getting stale boxing. Classic <laughs> Rocky Four here with yours truly, of course, the great Ed Daly, and additionally in the house. Well, via Skype, and his Skype connection. This is there's a lot. There's a lot of high degree of difficulty with this process. So because we had it was a this is a three location Skype podcast. But, so I'm but just this guy you guys. Al- always brings the heat. He always brings the heat, but he always brings the technical difficulties well, as well. I mean, he likes, he likes Bing. He likes yeah, Bing. He, he likes Bing. He uses Microsoft products. I don't know. He can't seem to get a mic to work, even though he works in radio. So we had, we had with us, of course, Jason Stewart, the great thespian. We can't really talk about movies without having an industry insider like Jason Stewart with us. So he joined us. Guys, guys, guys shared scenes with uh, uh, Lou, Diamond, Lou, Lou Diamond. So Gina, Gina Gerson. Yeah, we we can't speak without him. But Meadow, Meadow Soprano, he had a scene with Meadow Soprano. Did we do that on our thing? I, I don't know if I, I ever don't saw think, that scene. Yeah, it, because we did, but it was just like him going like this. Ivan, Ivan, just one more. <laughs> He's like a reporter. <laughs> I mean, it was. I'm surprised he wasn't nominated for an award, for a lifetime yeah. award, an Emmy. Right. Um, 
But yeah, he did a scene with Meta Soprano. So we had Jason Stewart. Then additionally, a lot of people hit me up to have this guy on, and we got him last night, and he does not disappoint. Travis Rogers joined us. He was great, and he had, he, had, he had thoughts. He had, oh, he, he had a, lot, a lot of opinions. <laughs> he was coming, and he was coming in hot. And he closed the show by announcing that there's another movie that he wants to review on the on the Baller Lifestyle podcast. So I'm always hitting him up to do these things. And he's like, Hammond and Han. I mean, the guy lives literally 10 minutes away from, the, <laughs> from our studios here. He, he could easily make it over. And I'll, I'll just, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not privy to his schedule. But he works, from what I can tell, about one day a week. <laughs> <laughs> so if that so I mean he's got time is what I'm saying he can he's can work it into a schedule but he announced last night what our next movie needs to be and he's volunteered to appear he wants to discuss another classic movie with us so we're going to book him for that so look for that coming up if not next week I don't I'll figure out what to do um but it's coming soon the Rocky 4 I don't even think we said that Rocky 4 podcast yeah. featuring special guests Jason Stewart and Travis Rogers. So look for that coming up soon. Maybe I'll post a, a snippet of it to our Patreon page just to give a little Ooh. little extra, a little early bit to the guys that support us the most. The Patreon subscribers can get just a little little piece of that show first. And I'll give uh, you a teaser. Yeah. We were delightful. Oh, we're they so were good. We're so good. I'm the le- I'll admit I'm the least good at those because I have to like say what's happening. Like I have to talk the whole time, and it's you guys really come in and pick me up. Everybody had some fucking just great one-liners last night. It was really really funny. So here's the problem with yeah. remote locations: when it's you and me, we just go back and forth. When yeah. there's four guys, it's like yeah. you just kind of butt in because you're not sure. Yeah. Like when you're with somebody in a conversation, you can kind of feel when you're supposed to talk. And you can see them. When you're in fucking New Jersey, like you just right. kind of just blurt out. Stuff. Yell it out. Just yell yeah. it out. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, okay. So guys, look for that coming up soon. Uh, anything else you need to get to? No, no, no. I think, I think we've got a, a very important voicemail to get to. Oh, we do. I was gonna. I was gonna save that. I was gonna save that for the fancy sauce. All right, save, of the show. save it for fancy. Save it because I fancy. think she. I think we need her to weigh in on that because it is a very, very interesting topic and it's important. Really, important really could become one of the top voicemails. So look for that towards the end of the show. We do. You did tell me that you got a somebody reached out to you ver, via Facebook Messenger to hit yeah. you up. For good a man. Little, a good little man. What, my last week, what did I say? Hit me up in different ways, just not on my page. Uh, that's right. That's right. Because oh, yes. Because last week we learned that not only do you despise interpersonal interactions. No, I, you all, I also I mean, don't care you're, for you're, online. You're painting me into Ebenezer Scrooge territory. <laughs> it's not that. I mean. I'm 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 at least ninety percent less interesting in real life than than on the show, and I, I can't imagine I'm that interesting. But but I'm not like a monster. But like all I was saying is like Facebook. I'm in this weird territory where like I have like random ants and people that like like to react to things that are on my page, and I was just saying, please yes. don't don't post that. Yes. Like it's. It's just a weird conversation. Like I had a conversation at a wedding recently 
where somebody posted like essentially a erect penis on my page and i was like yeah well i've got i've got some people and they're like well what why and i was like well there's there's you know there are people that they're like well who are they? these are your friends and i was like well like yeah i mean I, you know everybody's my friend in some way and they're like but what and it's like do i need to explain a podcast to my aunt yeah, on why i have an no. erection like that's yes. all i was getting at but like no i i'm happy and like it is amazing what people, what information people can come at us with. Like, really, we're getting about three uh, teacher fuckings a day at this point. Also, have, and aren't the aren't the teachers that are fucking the students, are they just, is it just me? Or are they getting hotter? They're improving. They're yes. Hollywood quality now. It's so crazy. I, I love all of the, the stories people send us. I was just, I was just saying, like, there's one, one, place to get in touch with me that maybe you wanted if if it would be possible yeah. to be more discreet but i would don't, I, don't I post directly to your wall i i always accept the information because everybody's everybody's coming with good stuff no yeah it, it helps that, that way we don't because we like talking about different stuff and we like talking about the stuff you guys love like hearing about so love it it's, love we it. appreciate that uh okay well this guy i do like that people are hitting you up privately they're like hey whose dick would you rather check out like it doesn't it doesn't even need to be on the show. They're like, "Hey, I was thinking about these two guys' dicks. Who do you?" You know, on my my uh, high school graduation, I was like, you know, they give you that stupid copy of "Oh, the places you'll go," and you're wondering where life will take you. And yeah. it's like, yeah, when I'm 41 years old, I I would like somebody to send me messages asking whose dick would be more appealing yes. to me. It's it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Okay, so here we have a daily's choice sent. Sent to Ed D- Daly. Let's hear it. For those of you that may be new to the program, this game is very simple. Ed steps into the men's room. There are three urinals. The middle one is available. He steps up to the middle one. He realizes that to his left and his right, stand known people he only has a moment to glance at one of their penises which one does he check out what is daily's choice daily's choice it's the choice i made daily's choice watch me shiver while you shake amazing Okay, so great this, jingle. One, this one comes from great supporter of the program Steve Beninga Steve Beninga wants to know Ed Peter Dinklage, he of Game of Thrones fame, he, a guy you've seen out and about, like he lives near you. You could. Shit faced. Yeah, you could. There's, you have potential to run into Peter Dinklage. The other, at one urinal stands Peter Dinklage, the handsome little person. Very handsome. At the other urinal, and this would have to be those low urinals or those floor ones. And I hate those floor ones because you get so much floor ones. Off yeah, those. floor ones. The you're worst. getting shin splash, right? Totally, totally. Um, the, at the other urinal is the little person from Bad Santa. I feel like that guy's name is Tony something. Let's yeah. Guess let's, what? Let's, <laughs> yes, his last name is Cox. Tony Cox. That's the great Tony Cox. <laughs> I looked it up. I was like, what is that Tony guy? Yeah. Tony Cox. Bad Santa, by the way, one of my go-to Christmas movies. Great. Sort of underrated. Great really, really funny. Movie. I didn't, Bad I didn't, Santa 2? Yeah. Eh, not 
I mean, I would say it's as good as a comedy sequel is, which is yeah. terrible. It's tough. It's tough to to go back to that well a second time. The, the whole the whole thing with comedy is what's funny is being introduced to the characters, and once you know the characters, right. it's a lot more difficult to be funny. So I haven't it's, seen Bad Santa too. It's one thing if reason. it's Jason Bourne or James Bond. Right. Like yeah. you could conceivably do another adventure with the same general idea but comedy comedy is comedy like it happens once and then after that it's just gonna get worse and bad santa 2 was worse totally agree uh okay so you step up to the urinal who's it gonna be peter dinklage or tony cox well uh i would point out that um we're gonna ignore the fact that maybe the the description of the two guys was uh they were not described as little people so i'm i'm gonna ignore that i i gave you this sanitized version of who they were but anyway yes uh anyway i I use the politically correct version i don't use an archaic the message the message i got in facebook messenger was not little person i don't say that I don't use the term that Mike Francesa would more than more likely than not use. I use um, the appropriate term, little person. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've got the name. We've got a lot going on. Tony Cox. Yeah. The dude is legendary. Like he 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 brings. I mean, Peter Dinklage is awesome. Yeah. And he's a, he's a good actor. He's handsome. All these. He's things. a handsome little person. He's probably got a very handsome dick. I bet it's be- I bet it's ham esque. Yeah. I bet it's very manicured and beautiful. But Tony Cox has a swagger in not only Bad Santa. Me, myself, and Irene. He's awesome in that Classic. movie. Oh yeah, he's 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 the Sancho. He's yeah. he's cucking. <laughs> Old uh, Jim yeah. Carrey in that movie. Yeah, yeah, and one of the one of Jim Carrey's kids in that movie is named Shantae Junior. Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because his name Shantae. He's yeah. awesome in that, but he he has just the, his acting style has a swagger that tells me. And his last name is Cox. Like yeah. we're we're going with Tony Cox. Interesting. He's, he's got a kickstand for sure. This is one of these you can't go wrong. I feel like I've discussed on this show. It might have been on the radio. The one time when I was much younger, where I saw that Christmas themed porno, <laughs> and it had and there was like a, one of Santa's elves was going around like banging all the chick like coming down the chimney and like banging all the chicks in town on on Christmas Eve. And I was shocked to discover that he would like a little, he's a little person, but he had like a, a normal to, to bigger than average size dong. And I think that my, I just assume having seen that, that that is the case for them. So it's kind of like Shaq, like Shaq would need to have just the most massive dong in the world to look even normal on him because right. he's so huge. But the other way around, you just have a normal size, average size dong right. on a little guy, and it's a, that's a pretty good shower. You're like, hey, check this out, and proportionally, right. you're like, whoa, you are yeah. put together. It looks like a baby's arm holding an apple. Totally, like yeah, huge. You can't go wrong there. I probably would go Dinklage only because he's more famous and he's he's such a handsome little person that I I would want to know, hey. Is this like is this thing real smooth and shiny and like manicured? Like, is it keep it pretty nice? Does it look like the rest of him? 
Yeah, you it's, couldn't go wrong. No, you I'm couldn't. just saying, yeah. Cox has that swagger. There's something. There's something extra with him. I, I might. Me. I might glance at Tony Cox, and as I'm glancing, I could do. I just put up the one finger the other way to Dinklage. Like, hold on, just don't. Oh, don't put that thing away keep, quite yet. <laughs> keep it hot. I'm gonna need to check that. Just give me two seconds. I'm looking at Tony Cox over here. Great actor, character right. actor, and I'm gonna swing back to yours in just a second. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's fair. a great one, Steve Beninga. Great supporter of the show. Yes, Outstanding. absolutely. Daily's choice again. Let's play one of the older Daily's choice. Let's play the Star Wars one. See if it hangs up. <laughs> Hang. See if it holds. Holds up. up. Holds up. Yeah. Pretty good. Also good. What what I love about these recordings is the thought that like his wife could like open up the door and see him recording this and be like, uh, what? Yeah. Honey, honey, what are you doing? It's, um, can you, can you turn on the grill? Like, can you get the steaks on the grill? Like kids are getting hungry. <laughs> Hold on, babe. I'm in the middle of, um, recording this a song is... about dicks for a podcast what? that I listen to. Yeah. What? Who's the song for? Oh, it's this random guy in New Jersey that <laughs> likes staring at penises. Oh, oh, okay. Then that's totally fine. <laughs> so good. How about that one time he wrote about you not being able to transact a hand job? Do you remember that one? <laughs> no. Because I have it here. <laughs> I've been alone with you. But you don't seem to get the things that's on my mind. This right to Bill has a nice I voice. He does. It's to let my freak flag fly. Not an easy song to sing. And oh, <laughs> is the thing I'm looking for. Can't you reach between my thighs? Are you really that senile? <laughs> <laughs> my pants are at my ankles and my cock's unoccupied And I don't know what to say Cause you haven't got a clue uh, really going for it Help me cure this case of my balls blue <laughs> Amazing. That is that is breathtaking. I don't think we gave. I think we gave that kind of short shrift the first time yeah, around. That's really impressive. It's so good. That is maybe the best thing he's ever done for this show. Unbelievable. Okay. You know, I, yeah. um, friend of the program, Eli Braden. I was yeah. listening to a song he he submitted to Stern this past week, and Stern cuts him off like you know after. 10 seconds and I, I wanted to hear where the song was going. So I texted him. I was like, that's really good. And he's like, I'll send you the rest. And it's amazing. So we need to recognize the great artists and writes a bill. One of the great artists. Totally. Performing today. Doing you, you can't do 
a parody song unless you have chops. It's like these it's like these bands, these these cover bands, tribute acts they're called. They go around the country and they play like ACDC or whatever, they Judas Priest or Van Halen, whatever, Pink Floyd. And they the the take them or leave them, whatever. But you can't do that unless you have tremendous musical talent. You have to have the ability to play those songs well to be able to do that. And I would say parody songs, it's even more difficult because not only do you need the chops, but also you need to be able to write funny lyrics, which a lot of people don't do. They do, they keep it like too close to the chorus of the original song. Right. And it's not right. funny that way. It's you have to come up with original lyrics that sound like the original song. And and uh Rights of Bill can definitely do that. And of course, Eli Braden's a legend. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ed. Speaking of legends, I yeah. have not I have not pay, been paying attention to the San Francisco Giants this season because last I checked they were like twenty or maybe even thirty games under five hundred. Yeah, they they had like a off and on thing where every odd year. or even yeah. year yeah. they were like winning the World, the World Series. Series. They, they were won three World Series. They were great. Well, they're going through a miserable season right now, and so Fox Sports Ken Rosenthal dug deep to he's find five, out he's five four. Ken Rosenthal he <laughs> puts it in his he says it in his um, Twitter bio. I'm five four. Oh, he he really is. Yeah, he's five four, and he wears a bow tie. Oh yeah, he's the bow tie guy. Yeah, that's Ken Rosenthal. He's a great baseball writer. What, what's what's he got to say? He's well, he's he's digging deep. Like what? What's the problem? A lot of the the players are the same, but they're going through team chemistry issues. So oh, he uh-huh. that happens. So the team is terrible, and they they're they're trying to figure out why, and they they found someone to blame, and that would be former outfielder Angel Pagan. Now apparently. Apparently the team's too boring this year. And here's a quote. The team even misses Angel Pagan, who created an odd sort of unity because most of the players disliked him. (laughs) Now, Brian, considering Pagan is currently unemployed, should he start brushing up his resume with the bullet point, was such a piece of shit that I unified a team into a World Series championship? Yes. that You know how they they say too objective or not objective, or they say like... (laughs) list your accomplishments on your resume like that should be at the top of his like resume that should be that should be the the lead where it's like three-time world series champion known to have world world class piece of shit yeah yeah in in hatred of me (laughs) i did it it was me he's has there ever been like a less like a more just middle of the road guy than Angel Pagan. Like this, he there's no one less memorable. He's just like any other middling center fielder that you remember. But now that you find out he that the whole team hated him, it's kind of like, right. oh yeah, Angel Pagan. Whatever happened to that guy? What's he up to? You, you're and not you, going to forget him now. You kind of like think like almost in like wonderful like thoughts like this guy must have been legendary for being such an asshole. Well, also the giants are the team that had Barry Bonds and Barry Bonds was like allowed to have his own flat screen TV and his own recliner in the, in the clubhouse. And he would, he would skip the meetings and he like had his own setup going. Like he was basically his own on his own Island. And even then, like no one really, I guess, because he was hitting seventy home runs, you kind of 
Let but yeah, die. like even when he was in Pittsburgh, everyone hated him. But like it was yeah. never like this. Angel no. Pagan, legendary asshole. Yeah, bring him back. Bring back old Angel Pagan. Okay, what else is going on, Ed? Okay, well, diehard Packers fan Ryan Holton Murphy got married recently and said it was a, quote, no-brainer to take his wife's last name. We're the Packer family now, he proudly told ABC News. His fiancé's name, Marie Packer. Um, I grew up in Wawasota, Wisconsin, where the Packers are the unofficial state religion, he told ABC News in January. Everyone from grandmothers to little kids are diehard fans, and we live and die with the, the team. Well, that seems a bit redundant when you say we're diehard fans. But anyway. Well, I mean, when the, when the second most popular sport in the state is ice fishing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Or, or so, skidooing. So I'm going to drop some uh, shocking facts. Holton Murphy even proposed while wearing a Green Bay jersey. I was wearing my favorite Aaron Rodgers jersey, and we were in a water tank at Shedd Aquarium in Chicago, and I arranged it with them to have the baby beluga whale bring over the wing and, er, the ring in a waterproof box. Whoa. I was relieved that he didn't try to eat it. Wow. Now, the two uh, met at a karaoke bar, and the rest was history. Brian, two questions. How long do you give this marriage? And two, is there any chance this guy has friends? There's three problems here. One, he's a public proposer. Yes. Problematic. Huge, huge, huge issue. Public proposal guy. Worse. Guy that makes a makes a show of his proposal, whether it's the scoreboard, whether it's having his buddy show up with a, an acoustic guitar at your favorite restaurant, or opening the the waiter comes over and opens the cover and, and then everybody breaks into song and there's a flash mob, whatever it is, any kind of public proposal, huge issue. Secondly, this guy is a public Jersey wearer. And not only is he a public Green Bay Packers Jersey wearer, he wore the Jersey during his public proposal. Double, double whammy there. Thirdly, Wait, one one little addendum to that? Yeah. He said one of his favorite oh, yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers jerseys. One of them. How many one. does he yeah. have the home road and alternate Aaron Rodgers jersey? He wears one every day of the week for sure. Oh, and, and he's got like throwbacks. You know he's got a few farves out there. He's got a magic. He might man, have yeah, Don I was gonna say he might have Mikowski. a Don Mikowski. Yeah. He's got uh, the Lambo Leet Robert. Who's the guy? Brooks. 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 I was gonna say Griffin. Does, is that a does guy? He, does he, well, that's RG three. Does oh, right. he have? Uh, does he have uh, James Lofton in the eighties? Right. What about? Remember when we were kids? The the Packers were the worst. The yeah, two bays, yeah. Green Bay and Tampa Bay, were worth the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Until well, then they got Don Magic Man Mikowski, and they started coming around. They started getting some like yeah, his mullet, his nine mullet and was sevens big. going. Yeah. yeah, he had a mullet, and then he was unseated. By a young upstart yeah. Mississippian. Southern Mississippi grad. Or Third. not grad. There's no yes. way he graduated college. Third red flag with this guy. Well, no, there's four because he's taking his <laughs> yes. wife's name. He's taking yeah, his wife's name. That's, that's off the board. One. But third, karaoke. Huge, 
huge red flag. If you're, if you're ever, if you've ever said this, Hey honey, what do you want to do tonight? Maybe some karaoke. That's you need to take a look in the mirror. Okay. Because that is not an acceptable pastime for any red blooded American male. You should be extremely embarrassed. If you ever get volunteered for karaoke or you ever get suckered in to going to karaoke, you should be extremely embarrassed and you should only participate with a vociferous opposition. <laughs> I will I will step in here oh, no. in one circumstance. Uh-oh. I've I've told this story on the podcast. My buddy, one of my good buddies lives in Pittsburgh and they have a karaoke slash strip club called well, it or maybe like every Friday night is called Barioke. So you can you can sing while strippers are stripping. So I I, I think I did like calling notes, she's gone while a stripper had to You strip. better learn how to play. That's a hard song yeah. to sing, buddy. Yeah, I mean it's great to see like a depressing song about a guy contemplating suicide and you're watching some girl pivoting trying to figure out how to strip to that. And yeah, the talent so the talent level is is as bad as any strip club in America. In the Berg. Yeah, so I I I will f- uh, always support Barioke at the Tennyson Lounge oh, in kinda, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean it's, you might get a pass there. Yeah, um, I feel like this marriage is in. They're in it for the long haul. I mean, if it's anybody that's that kind of maniac and the chick agrees to marry him, she's probably into that kind of guy. So I, good for I him. don't remember if I said this, but I saw a picture of their wedding. Like he was dressed like the Riddler with like every two inches on his tuxedo was a Packers logo. Oh my god. Like he's he's in case there was any gray area. He's the biggest loser in America. Yeah. Packers theme tuxedo. It's a little much. Huge loser. Huge loser. I mean it's it's okay. Hey, like your team. Just you know, when the season's life, in life or, is tough. Enjoy your sports. I yeah, get it. I when, get it. When spring training's coming up or whatever, like you can know the depth chart, I guess. If that's really important to you. Yeah, you're you're fucking awful though. Don't but, don't kid yourself. You're yeah, terrible. I mean, just take it easy. There's big world out there. Okay, what <laughs> what else is going on? All right, let's stay in the NFC North. Yeah. So the Minnesota Vikings wrote a letter in support of wide receiver Michael Floyd. Uh, he had a defense motion arguing that he did not violate his probation, and the probation was caused. Because uh, it was caused by him uh, being asleep at the wheel in like November, and then a couple months later. So anyway, yeah. So he he didn't violate the probation by consuming alcohol because all the alcohol consumed was in a few bottles of kombucha, according to a report from the Pioneer Press. Vikings chief chief operating officer Kevin Warren wrote, "I am writing to request Mr. Floyd." not have his court-mandated requirements negatively impact as he did not know the kombucha kombucha he ingested contained alcohol. Nearly all of kombucha in the U.S. market is uh, 0.5 ABV or lower, although the Vikings apparently have kombucha available on tap. Now, Brian, when you hear an excuse like this, are you inclined to believe Floyd, a guy who has a couple passed out behind the wheel arrests under his belt, 
Or you believe Michael Floyd that night had 1,800 cups of kombucha. Yeah, it's kind of like, like O'Doul's. It's like O'Doul's level alcohol kombucha. Like, technically, you could get fucked up. But it would take a lot. And they say that, like, vanilla ice cream has more alcohol in it than kombucha. Or a ripe orange has more natural alcohol in it than kombucha. Kombucha, by the way, very good for you. Very good for the gut. I've never had it. What is, what is it? Like a green well, tea? It's No, it's like a tea, but it's like, um, it's probiotics. It's like a fungus that they make into a tea. And it has like a lot of live probiotics in it. Very good for your gut health. Very good for your evacuations. Just good all over. Really good for you. Everyone just don't it. just don't have fifteen hundred cups. Yeah, just don't get to don't drink a hundred of them on the golf course, you know, and you're fine. Um, it's weird. The whole NFL thing is weird that they'll like stand up for guys. Like, uh, of course they do, where they'll stand up for guys that like beat their girlfriend or wife or get you know have obvious alcohol problems like till the last minute. But if a guy smokes a little weed, it's a huge deal. Yeah. Who's the guy yeah, on? Big... Who's the guy on Cleveland that's like banned for life? Josh. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like only weed, yeah. only weed uh, positive tests. That's it. Right. Josh. Uh, Josh. I want to say Nor- not Norman. Not Norman. Uh, yes. No. Come on. Well, Josh. We're like fucking sports experts here. I, I lean on you. He's for the really. Sports he's, information. he's really good. Yeah. Josh, everyone's yelling it right now at their at their headphones, at their iPods. Um, yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Marijuana has actual, Gordon, Gordon, Josh, Gordon. That's what I've been trying to tell you. Marijuana has actual medicinal benefits and also has no negative benefits. I, I like the the sort of interview uh, the Redskins tackle like he he talked about that he'll show up for every game and then he got busted and had to serve a four game suspension for weed and he's like look i'm either taking this or a bunch of shit that will ruin me so you can be impressed by me not missing a game but i'm i'm using weed as as my uh pain reliever we did it we we did a thing on uh, some guy on the seahawks that got in like a really bad car accident because he was fucking fucked up on synthetic weed. Yeah. It just he could just he's smoking like some oregano with chemicals sprayed all over it like bath salts. When he, if he could, if he just was had normal weed was allowed to smoke normal weed, everything would be fine. That last Auburn National Championship team, all those guys got fucked up because they were taking that synthetic weed. Yes. They all got fucked up. Yes. It's everyone a- but Cam Newton was ruined by that it's it's such it's just such a weird double standard that like everyone except Jeff Sessions knows that weed is f- essentially harmless unless like anybody somebody with a really bad addictive personality of course and can get addicted to things and it could be harmful to their life don't get me wrong but in terms of just a, the actual effect of something marijuana is fucking less than harmless it's ridiculous Right. It's 
doing some of my liberal shit that we do on here. Fucking slow, snowflake. Yeah, total. Scott, we're getting too political again. We're going to get a negative. <laughs> another negative What's that guy's here. name? J, JW? K, J, K, KJ. K, 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 O, C? Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. let's just, you know, remind him he can go, please go fuck himself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Seriously. Go listen to Glenn Beck. Does he, does he still have a show? Uh, Ed, before we get yeah. into this, let's, yeah. I haven't played. I'm getting really into Rights of Bill's bumper music that he's played for us. Whereas we need this one. This one's this one's my all-time favorite. But it, the problem is, it gets stuck in your head. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD Just really, really, really special. I teared up. Teared up. Yeah. Ed, this is from your neck of the woods here. There's a guy in Manhattan. Oh, I think he's in Brooklyn called Ari Nagel. Oof. And this guy's a regular Peter, Peter North. He has a supreme output and his sperm is supposedly in high demand. He's apparently sired at least 22 children with 18 different Jesus. women. Jesus. He, he doubled up Cromarty. Yeah, via his donations at the sperm bank. And now, for whatever reason, women from all over the country are like, I want some of this dude's Super sperm. I uh, want the off chance of my kid not knowing that he's about to fuck his sister. Yes. Yeah, totally. Uh, according to Nagel, more than 100 of them across the country have deluged the Brooklynites' Facebook inbox with paternity plays. Please. Nagel, who says he's never denied a request, who has? Like, he's really high-fiving himself there. He's like, all right. <laughs> is weeding through the ladies. He has a standard reply at the ready. Quote, I cut and paste. I'll do my best. I'll help you any way I can. The broody women the Post spoke to, who range from single to divorce to being in a committed relationship and included lesbians and heterosexuals, have a variety... What about non-binary? Just leaving them out? (laughs) Have a variety of reasons for desperately seeking the sperminator. Quote, He's definitely a blessing because he's doing the work for free, said Sheila Killian, a 47-year-old custodial worker from Charlotte, North Carolina, (laughs) whose graphic designer wife, Sukima, 40, hopes to get pregnant by Nagel. We work paycheck to paycheck. We don't have money for a sperm bank. He's willing to do it for free. I think it's amazing. 
says Patrice Anthony, a 31-year-old nurse's aide from New Orleans. <laughs> Guys can run away if they hear you want a baby. So people all over the world are really after this guy's spunk. Ed, the question is beg. What's the most you've ever been offered for your cum? <laughs> I, I've, I've, I can honestly say I've never been offered even, like I've never been asked for it. It's it's pretty much been yes. offered. Yes. It's been offered. It's never been asked for. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, it's kind of like, hey, what do you, oh my God, video. Um, It's kind of like, hey, like, what do you want me to do with this? Like, hey, I'm getting, this is going to happen. Yeah, it's shortly. coming. Yeah. Literally. Like, what, what are you looking f- for me to Where do? Where does this go? Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently this guy's an academic Ed Ari Nagel. He looks, he looks, I'm looking, two things. One, the New York Post is, is the worst for everything except for headlines. Because no matter what news goes on, their headline is never going to be, it, it, it's always going to be slanted a certain way. Rupert Murdoch owns it and he's got an agenda. Yes. But, that this guy was on the the front page this week, and the headline was "Great Balls of Sire." Oh, so amazing, amazing! They can they can, they can bring the heat. Also, but they call this dude yes. looks like the grown version of Paul Pfeiffer from the Wonder Years. Totally, he's he's got sort of an ethnic look to him. Now it's one thing, as much as the world loves to bust, well, bust balls is the wrong thing, but bust on Antonio Cromartie. At least that dude is spreading the seed of a world-class athlete. It's true. Like, there's a chance if you're one of Cromartie's dozen that, like, you're going to get highly paid for being an incredible athlete. Paul Pfeiffer, he can claim to be an academic. He looks like just a slubby dude. It is kind of weird. And I do like that they're calling him the Sperminator. Yes. Because he's just really, his sperm is just really active. It gets the job done. And I guess that's why he's so in demand. But I always assumed that it was like Harvard, Harvard educated, um, you know, Nordic ancestry, captain of the crew team. Like that was like what? Like he's what? a Winklevoss. Right, yes, like one of the Winklevi. Like, it's like one of those. Like, that's what people are looking for. It didn't, like, I wouldn't say this guy's a bad-looking guy, but he's not, like, he wouldn't be the most he's handsome not the guy, guy in the room. Yeah. So it is It is kind of shocking that he's been able to market himself like this. Now, if I were him, I'd be like, look, I'll help you any way I can, but you have to just accept my methods. And I don't... <laughs> I know that these days that artificial insemination is the, is the, or IVF, in vitro fertilization right. is the preferred method, but I, I work old school and I need to give you my donation in the proper 
method, the <laughs> original method. It's like it's like the uh, it's like Antonin Scalia, R.I.P. He was an originalist. He could only interpret the the Constitution Biblical. in from seven from the 1760s. Sorry, right. that's when they wrote it. They didn't have the internet so. then. I'm an originalist. Well, that's <laughs> this guy's the same way with his spunk. He's like, right. I don't believe in Alexander Graham Bell. I right. believe in whatever happened before that. That's right. That's right. So it's like, yes, it's, I've been known to get a lot of chicks pregnant. So give me, give me the window. So I'm going to need first class accommodations and a suite. And I'll come down and I'll, I'll make the deposit in the, in the originalist manner. Well, I like the, the story in the story. They talk about like, you know, he's he's delivered it the natural way a couple times, but usually it's in a Target or Starbu- Starbucks restroom. Uh, oh, he like meets you and gives it to you. Yeah. No, he goes like he meets you, then he goes into the restroom yeah. and and gives you a warm sample and then you go t- turkey baster. So I was thinking like these kids eventually ask like, hey, you know, where do, where, where do babies where, come from? Where was I conceived? Well, well, Johnny, when a man meets a woman and that woman hands the man a Dixie cup in the Target right in front of the Pizza Hut window and that, that man goes into the restroom and then gives mom a warm Dixie cup and a turkey baster, you're looking at magic. Amazing. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, okay. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, this is a big story this week. This popped off on Twitter. I think I made a tweet about it. And we should really have friend of the show, Lisa B., an actual Canadian on to discuss this. Yeah, she's an expert. <sighs> because this this whole story... Uh, the downtown, this is from Canada, the downtown hotel in Dawson City is counting its fingers and toes, and there's at least one missing. Uh-oh. The Yukon Hotel's sourdough saloon is down one human toe after a patron boasted about and then followed through with stealing a mummified toe that it that is used... In the saloon's infamous sour toe cocktail. Quote, We are furious, eh? Said Terry Lee, the hotel's toe captain who performs the sourdough ceremony. This guy asked, eh, to do the toe after the 9 to 11 toe time hours. And one of the new staff served it to him, eh? To be nice. And this is how he pays her back. What a low life, eh? Sorry. The cocktail involves downing a shot of whiskey that contains a human toe inside the glass. The drinker's lips must touch the toe. Oh my god. In order to be initiated into a club. In a statement, Lee said the man is from Quebec and ask any Canadian. We have Frog. a lot of Canadian lis- listeners. I Clark and Calgary could probably speak to this. We have many Canadian listeners. Everybody in Canada hates Quebec Quebecois. They're not a fan. Of course. Quebec's always trying to secede. They think they're fucking French. They think they're better. It's like in that curb episode where 
uh, Larry's talking about a hate crime against bald guys, and the cops got the shaved head, and he's like, I'm not offended. And he goes, no, no, we don't accept you. Yeah. That's Quebec people. Like, That's right. That's it. Yes. You choose yeah. to be different. Like, no, no. Yeah. You're not Canadian. Apparently, You're Quebecian. And apparently it gets worse. This guy had a French accent and had been bragging about possibly stealing the toe before he took the drink. Oh, man. So apparently, and I don't, I don't know if I cut and pasted this part of the story here, but apparently they, they, this has happened before where somebody thought he'd be a real wise guy and he took the shot and he swallowed the fucking toe. Oh, fucking monster. So there, they had, luckily, they had a backup toe. What? They had, they had two toes at they that time. They had John time. Goodman? They would, I can get, I can get you I get toe your toe. You need o'clock. a toe. I'll get you a toe. I can they, get you a toe. They rotate, they would rotate the two toes. Well, this guy swallowed one. So they initiate, oh, he, and at the time there was a $500 fine. So they're like, fuck that. So they, in typical Canadian fashion, they very politely upped the fine to 2500 and they're like next fucking guy that swallowed ain't gonna swallow the toe because he's gonna owe us 2500 and but now this guy's ripped it off and they're gonna have to try to get it back and the bar's like also he owes us 2500 so ed my question to you is this the fuck is going on in canada (laughs) canada is what americans point to when shit goes bad yeah you're like well at least we have Canada. Yeah, look up there. They, yeah, they've got it right nice up there. Yeah. They figured it out. They got Trudeau. Yeah. They've got they've got weed. They they have, they have yeah. things that we can feel good about. When this kind of happens, like it's it's tough because you you just feel like you don't have an ally anymore. No, it's like you were one of us. Canada, you were that you were the mansion on the hill. The, you're that you're what we aspire light. to be, right? You're yeah. on the hill. Yeah. You're you're what we hope to be. Yes. You can't it, even keep a, a pickled toe. Also, why did you have a pickled toe? Did yeah. You, there's pictures I mean, of the, Ed. There's pictures of this fucking toe, and it is fucking disgusting. It's even grosser than you're picturing. If you haven't checked out the picture, check it out. I'll put it on our Facebook page. You're you're more accepting of feet and toes than I am. Yeah, you hate feet. You should, I you hate should be the most. Imagine, Ed. What what scenario are you doing drinking something where you have to you have to touch a pickled toe? Ed, would you rather <laughs> do the sour toe shot at this bar in the Yukon? But you have to, not only does it touch your lips, you have to, you have to accept the toe into your mouth with the shot and then like swish around your shot of Jameson, drink down the Jameson and then spit out the toe back into the glass or, or every morning when you drop your kids off at school, have three five-minute conversations with some of the dads that are also (laughs) dropping off. Or parents. Could be a mom. But you have to pick three every morning and stop 
and have them have a five minute conversation with them and ask them about like what's going on with them and how, how everything's going and ask them about their kids and their family. And you have to do that three times every morning forever until both of your kids graduate <laughs> in perpetuity. Yeah. Uh, when you were presenting option a, yeah. I was prepared to say B. like B, no matter what, like if it was like, or live in Zimbabwe under Robert Mugabe. Yeah. Like, I was okay with option B, but then mm. you threw three five minutes. I'm sorry. Every day. Every day. I'm gonna I'm gonna make love to that toe before yeah. I, I have those you're conversations. Gonna, you're gonna fuck the shit out of that toe. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm doing a lot with that toe. It's it, the toe is super fucking gross. And oh, I, know, I just I just looked it up. It's it's the worst. It, it's the worst. It's like so I imagine like you go to that bar and you're like, I'll have a whiskey. And they're like, do you want to do the sour toe challenge? And you'd be like, what's hey, this? Hey, and then they explain it to you. Toe? And you're like, no, no, thanks. Like, why would you, what's the, what's the win there? Like, oh, I did it. I got a fucking t-shirt. My name's on the wall at some <laughs> bar in the fucking Yukon. Like who's, who's making it up to the goddamn Yukon? Right. Nobody's looking at that and being impressed. Like nobody's there. You're only doing it so you can have your lips brush against a dead toe. Yes, that's awful. Just I need Monster. more information Terrible. on this from our from the Canadian listeners out there. Clark, Gary, <laughs> two, it's the, Gord. Well, there's yeah, we probably have a Gord. Gar. Like, <laughs> reach out, guys, and and how do you guys feel about Quebec? Fuck Quebec, right? Might have to get. Lisa Bizzle back on the show to discuss this. Let's get her to weigh in. Ed, it is time. Joining us now, everybody's favorite pop culture correspondent. She is the one that brings it, brings us the real news. You guys know I am talking about... Fancy sauce. How you doing, Fancy? I'm good. Okay. I'm doing my um my dance that I do yeah. when my music comes on, yeah. which you guys can't see. It's no. very cool. Well, we got to do that thing where we're, we we get a TriCaster and we put the show on YouTube. Oh, yeah. People can watch us. I don't know. Would you guys be into that? No, of course they wouldn't. I don't know. Would I wouldn't it. want to watch me. They would love it. <laughs> uh, okay. How's Ed going to get on it? I don't know. It was oh, I'll, I'll I'll just let you guys be on it. <laughs> last night, last night when I was, I don't feel like anyone wants to see. I'm only on it for ten minutes. Like everyone wants to see you guys. Talking. Last night, Ed and I were casting, and I I called him on the Skype, and I kind of looked away, and I must have hit the wrong button. I hit the video button, and he's like, "Hey," and then I look over, and he's right there. And then we both realized that we could see each Did other. You freak the <laughs> it was creepy. Out. Yeah, it's super Ed, like, creepy. Dove, he like dove towards his computer. He's like, "Oh no, what's going on?" Ah! And Brian probably was, was shirtless, no, like had, like I'm an Elephant Man. <laughs> like I had to, I had to dive away. Like, yeah, I'm not an that animal. That would be me too. Yeah, it was very, very distressing. It, it was not. It was a tough moment. I, we've never seen each other. I'd like to keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, until we meet in person, I don't, I don't want video chats. When are you guys going to meet? Or when are we all going to meet? We'll, we'll all meet. We'll you know all meet eventually, but it's not going to be over Skype video. No, no way. We just got invited to um, go stay at um, a house in the Catskills, oh, yeah. which would mean we would have to fly oh, into no, we can't afford that. NYC. Oh, we can't afford that. Maybe take in a Broadway show. No, I, I could take it. you to rent. <laughs> 
You would know the one. I mean, I want to. I would. Brian's dying to, to see Hamilton, Hamilton but yeah. you know, I'm a. Is huge, it still really hard to get a ticket? Huge Hamilton guy. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Like I would know. And I. We don't like need these, a um, leader. We need a world beater. And there's so many um, Broadway ticket scams now. Oh, so easy God. to get well, Ed scammed. Would, Ed's, Ed's you know what, guy? He goes. Here's so the scam. Huh? People buy tickets thinking they're going to be entertained. Yes. And they're not. They are not going to be entertained. <laughs> and yet millions of people flock to it's Broadway. The wrong people. Regularly. Not me. <laughs> people uh, like blood sausage, too. That's just the way it goes. Right. Uh, okay. Here's a... Um, let's do an email. We have an email and a voicemail to get to. Oh, and good. Then we'll get to the real... I love an email. The actual news. Um, first email. I like emails that are addressed to me solely. Oh, this one isn't. And this one, yeah, I'll this still one listen. But I just want to involve you, Brian and Ed. What do you do when things are getting hot and heavy with your lady, but you feel the sudden urge to drop an epic deuce? Is there any way to remedy the situation without killing the romance? <laughs> do I? Have well, to who said to romance this? is it's dead? So gross. Thanks. That's from Drew in West LA. <laughs> That is an excellent question. Maybe we put that to fancy. Kate, if you're like you and a dude, like you're really into this guy, you're dating. Why wouldn't it be you? I'll just, I'll just picture it being a Everyone gets the answer. Right. This, anybody. And things are getting hot and heavy and you're like, you know each other. Maybe you've been intimate before, but you're not like close, close. Like you're not, you know, like maybe you've been on some dates got sexual one time maybe this is the second time you might have sex and in the middle of it he's like he's making out with you and he's like oh hey just real quick um can i use your bathroom i have to take a shit (laughs) would he then like would the mood be killed or would you be like oh yeah no problem i go here and this i'd be like you can go home and use your own bathroom. Yeah. So you're saying the mood would be killed. The mood would be destroyed. Anyone or does it depend if he's delivered? A anyone that <laughs> delivered that information to me yes. the way that you just did yes. can go use their own bathroom okay. in their own home. Hold on, Ed's got a good point. What if he's yeah. a loud? Shitter? Is 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 David Spade a loud shitter? That's a good. Yeah, it's a good question. What if? <laughs> let's let's think of it another way. What if he's like over and oh no. You're at his place. And he's like, hey. Something like this did happen to me. Do you want me to just tell the real story? He's like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, he's like, hey, hold on a second. And then (laughs) he goes upstairs and then he's like gone for too long. And, but you hear noises coming out. And then you hear, you hear like multiple flushes. And he leaves the fan on. When he comes down, you can hear the fan running. So it's obvious what he did. Would you be like, like he he treats it like a rest stop Tiger Mart? Yes, like he you, just ruins it. Would you be like, where were we? <laughs> and you'd like want to get right back into it or no? What are your thoughts? Give us, give us, take us through what you're thinking. I don't think so. You say no. <laughs> yeah, I'm really trying to put <laughs> myself tell, in the place of really liking someone. Tell us your firsthand story because Drew in West LA, he's, this guy's got a fantastic. Drew, so I was yeah. dating somebody. Um, who I won't name, obviously. Right. I mean, only because he's not famous. If he were famous, he, he, he ended up okay. Oh no, 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 no! He ended no, no, up no, marrying someone. I, I won't. I'm not going to use any names. Okay. He ended up marrying somebody that is sort of famous, 
Oh, it no. was is this, like, is this David Spade's assistant? Was like, is this Skippy? No. Who was like 20 no. years older than him. He's, I will say this because I know who it is. Is this, he, is this the prime minister of France or just, president? You just said he married somebody who's sort of famous. He married someone that is very famous, that is a household name. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a no it's a well known person. But I'm Maybe not, not going to blow this person's yeah. spot up right now because okay. I'm about to tell a story about okay. him having the shits. Okay, yeah. So we were dating, and I he invited me over to his house and had either cooked dinner for me. Yeah. It might have even been a Valentine's Day situation. Oh, what? I think he had cooked some chicken breast on his George Foreman grill. Were you like this guy's a total cuck? He's making me Valentine's Day. George Foreman grill. Um, we were in our he's 20s. going all we, out. We were yeah. in our 20s right. and like, you know. I've so been to Macy's dudes, and I don't care who knows. A lot of dudes can't cut. <laughs> he, so he, he had gone to breasts. some kind of effort. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He had pressed breasts. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and he was getting ready to squeeze a couple more. After I mean. dinner, yeah. you know, we're hanging out, yeah. having some wine, music was playing and stuff. And... You know what? What kind of music? Actually, yeah, we'd, had sushi. We'd, had, we'd had sushi. Oh, this, we'd had we'd ordered sushi. It was the 90s. So we'd uh, ordered a lot of like sushi. Is this like Shaggy, Mr. Lover Lover? I'm trying to remember. Like, what, no, what is he no, playing? Obviously, it was Smash Mouth. And basically, <laughs> we ate all the sushi, and then like half an hour later, he's like had gone to the bathroom and had been a while, and came back and said, hey, sorry about this, but you're going to have to go home yeah. tonight. Oh. oh, that's the way to handle it. And basically was like, we didn't need to get into specifics because right. we both knew right. what was happening. Right. But he was like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Instead of Cupid, and I, I was, was like, you know what? The diarrhea gods. Totally yes. cool. Yeah. I was visited <laughs> by Montezuma. Catch you later. Exactly. exactly. Some Valentine's Day. <laughs> Very memorable Valentine's Day. Uh, Ed Daly, this is, an, this is an interesting topic. Is I don't think there's a way. To go and just leave go in the middle of a date or sexual situation. Like, you gotta choose. You either hold on to it, keep it inside of you, right. and for keep sure, it hot. for sure, don't let off any of that residual. Okay. That's enough. I'm out. not into like potty talk, I'm not bathroom either. talk. I hate it. I hate it more than anyone. I'm the number one Super hater gross. of potty talk. But I not, but you're this doing guy wants it advice. This guy wants life coaching. Also, you don't want to hear, you don't want to hold on to it and hear the guy's like um, intense oh, stomach, stomach noises because yeah, that's not sexy. That's true. That is not sexy. So I think it's like in a situation <laughs> like that, it's probably time to just like call it a night. It, Ed Daly. Pick this up tomorrow, not in well, half an hour. Ed Daly, give Drew some advice. What do you think Drew should do in this situation? I gotta say, I am I am not I am not short on awkward experiences, but that's never happened to me. Yeah. But my biggest question is, did we get an answer? Is it is David Spade a loud shitter? Yes, yes. Spade is way too weird yeah. to take a shit in someone else's no, house. No, I do no. remember though when my roommate was ha- having sex with him. Yeah. She stayed at she stayed at his house a few nights, uh-huh. and he had some weird bed situation. Like he had a bed, he had two beds in his room. Maybe he had one bed that he fucked on, and another bed that he slept in by himself. I can tell you why. Like, she slept in the bed they had sex in, and he moved to a separate bed that he slept oh, she, in. She got the wet spot, and I know. Left. No, I know why. He has um, he has some sort of neck problem. Uh, oh, like a, I, I, yeah, I, I heard about that. He was a gym, gymnast in high school. Yeah, yeah. And at the pep rally, he did, a, he did a header on the, the gym floor. 
Well, he hadn't bothered or didn't feel the need to explain that to this girl who was like so confused by the whole thing. Well, that's just, you're kind of eccentric. <laughs> like, I'll be over there. I love Spade, though. Yeah, he's very of course. funny. Oh, yeah. Nice Hilarious. Guy. Yes. Okay. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, Ed Daly, do you, do you want to offer any advice? There's, there's no way. It's, the romance is over. Just excuse yourself and say, let's pick this up another time. I, something's coming yeah, this, I think I think Kate's story pretty much was the best move. You're just yeah. like, it's over. It's yeah. not happening. That's right. That is, that is what you do. Okay. Uh, Drew. Excellent, excellent email. Love, I, you know, I'm not into the potty talk, but that was, that's a legitimate life coaching question. Like, what do you do I in like that situation? I like the s- subtlety of that email. Yeah, it's I drop subtle. an epic deuce. Like, what's very, like, euphemized. <laughs> I like that. Okay, quickly, we, we also have a voicemail to get into. Let's listen to this one. Hopefully, this one Beautiful. is a little Beautiful. more highbrow than the last yes. one. Let's, let, let's hear what's going on with this guy. You guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Hey, Brian, Ed, Fancy, uh, one of your patron subscribers calling. <clears throat> Quickly, this guy said he's a Patreon subscriber. He's a little tough to understand, but I want to make sure that's clear. Do we know who this is? He doesn't say his name as far as I know. Okay. He's just saying, hey, I'm a Patreon subscriber. Very cool. Okay. So this guy's a hero. Okay, more. Right. Oh, two or three tequilas into it on a Thursday night, so you know I'm doing good. But I had this revelation. Revolution. I was cooking food earlier, and I figured if my dick was one inch bigger, I could be Bobby Flay. Not that he's that big. Hold on a second, because that might be the single greatest sentence ever uttered <laughs> in the English language. If my dick was one inch bigger, I could be Bobby Flay. Well, yes. he was cooking earlier. Yes. <laughs> he was making some food earlier. He's had three shots of tequila, and he was thinking to himself while cooking. Like, the bard himself could not have uttered well, a here's line what I think. So this, is a, this is a window into a lot of guys' inner monologue with themselves. Yes. <laughs> if my dick was one inch bigger, I could be Bobby Flay. Okay, hold on. Let's, he, that's amazing. That's just maybe the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Let's see what, let's see what else he has to say. I'm just thinking, if I was that big, I could probably be that confident and do that. So is there a point in life where you think confidence versus size of penis has prevented you from pursuing your dreams? Anyway, I I was more coherent like a half hour ago, but it's been so long to figure out your number because it's sort of encrypted. But, uh... Run through the mail. Is he encrypted? He said our number's encrypted. 949-464. He had to figure out the TVLS. That is kind of hard sometimes, though, but I don't know that... It, oh, he's talking about the letters part. Yes, That's, it's encrypted. Okay, okay yeah. hold on. See what you think. Fancy, I don't know if, if, if with women it's breast size or oh, height or yeah. lips or nails. Talking to you. But anyway, think about it. Let me know. All right? Love you guys. Love the podcast. Love you. Oh, what a nice message! Yeah, I I love you too. This is a great, beautiful man. I L U. I'm not sure what the question was, but it was something about like. Okay, what he's saying is: Is there a dong too big to mess with? Is there a correlation between dick size and confidence? A, 
Therefore, if, success. Yeah, right? and if you're more conf, if you have a bigger dick, are you more confident and more apt to go out and chase your dreams of becoming a sh- major league chef like Bobby Flay? Is there a female equivalent to that beauty equivalent? What are your guys' thoughts, Ed? You can go first. Well, I would obviously. I'd love to be packing a little more, yeah. but I do know. The guy with the biggest dick I ever met was in high school, and he was dumb as a carp. And like, I don't think he's really done that much in exactly. life. Exactly. Since then, so like, I was envious, but at the same time, his brain was garbage. So he didn't really go far in life. It's so. I think there is a correlation, but. Oftentimes, it goes the opposite direction. Some of the most confident, out-front people, successful people just that I've known in my life have been the least endowed. It's almost as if they overcompensate by having a big personality. Wait, how do you know the size of these people's penises? You see stuff. You know. Yeah. We we know these things. Yeah. Just locker rooms. <laughs> but I would say an exception. John Hamm is packing, he's packing and he's talented. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. There are definitely some dudes with big old hogs that are out there swinging them For around. Sure. Feeling pretty good about Proud themselves. Proud of you, Ham. Proud but of you. Also, also guys with small dicks that overcompensate and are very confident. Kate, what are your thoughts? Um what are your It's weird. Some of the most beautiful girls I know are Desperately insecure. Yeah. So um, the, and, the question and lack he had a lot in there, of, um, real confidence. It's sort of a projected confidence, but it's not. Yes. It's not real. Yes. Ed Daly, you were saying that's a good point. The question he had, Kate, and I think it's interesting is: is there a body part, or is there something that a, a woman would have that would make her feel superior to? Woman well, being. I think yeah. just the fact that Some so many women get breast augmentation, yeah, goes to show that like the women that are flat chested don't feel sexy yeah. and they don't feel like they're looked at the same way that girls with like big boobs are looked at, and, and, they, they, and they want should. that kind of attention. And they should. You're small, natural. You're, but not not all. Go- I mean, there are plenty of like successful women that that are. Flatter and happy have, with it. If you have smaller, natural, but I do think that breasts, <laughs> proud of you anyway. I like you. I, I do like think that getting breast augmentation is just a product of sort of insecurity yes. about yes. your body more yes. than anything. Fascinating. Sure. Great, great. So I think tits yeah. are the equivalent. There you go. Yeah, tits and dicks. So very interesting. You know. Excellent. How do you, America? Excellent <laughs> voicemail, anonymous <laughs> voicemailer. Thank you for your Patreon subscription, yeah. and thank, thank you, you for reaching Thanks. out to our encrypted phone number. Yeah, nine four nine four six four TBLS. He cracked the code. Word, he cracked the code. Bobby Flay. Yeah. Yeah. What up? And <laughs> anybody out there with any firsthand information about the size of Bobby Flay's cock? Are you going to give the real number or the encrypted one? Please please reach out to the show, 949-464-TVLS. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? Um, okay, so I was just reading this story. It was a little confusing at first. Apparently, Bill Cosby, who we know was, um, there was a mistrial 
of his sexual assault trial. He's got these spokespeople, Andrew Wyatt and Ebony W. E. Benson. One of the, according to the jury, one of the jurors said that um, the the victim was, uh. was asking for it because she wore a crop top. Yeah, <laughs> she cleared, so she showed valid, she completely must, valid. She Fuck must yeah, have America wanted to have sex. Well, you know what? I'm he's, fucking he's when I put my crop top on and yeah, go dead. out. Yeah. I'm basically when I go to Trader Joe's in my crop top in the summer. <laughs> yep. I'm hoping to get some action. All those yeah, managers in their hula maybe shirts in my can't car. It. Yeah, it's true. Dude. Who knows? I mean, uh, like we have a long way to go, people. A long, yeah. long way. I think. I think the last year has taught us that we have like maybe twice as long as we thought we had. I mean, maybe Not three as times as we once imagined. <laughs> it's all too too much. Okay. But anyway, so his spokespeople announced after the case ended in a mistrial that Bill Cosby, Mr. Cosby, would embark the on. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait for it. Would embark on a town hall tour across the country to educate young people on how to avoid being accused of sexual assault. Not how to avoid sexual assault, how to avoid being accused of sexual assault. Yeah, accused. That wasn't Theo and cockroaches just about. And yeah, then, like, you know, you're, making sure they're asleep first. <laughs> Make sure you wear your Gordon Gottrail shirt. I'm just going to go on a limb and say, Rudy and Vanessa I don't know when they're asleep. Watched the, the Cosby show, and that bullshit that yeah. you just did an impression of, yeah. I hate it so much. So much. <laughs> Anyway, so a couple of days later, Wyatt, the same person who announced Cosby's plans on the air, released a statement on the comedian's behalf stating that the plans were a no-go. So I guess that's not going to happen. Oh, bummer. Bummer. I would buy a ticket to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because totally normal. What you should do is just have the paddy wagon opened up so the guys that show up to figure out how to avoid the rape uh, accusations just be like, all right, come on in here. We know you've already done shit. Yes, amazing. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? Um, and this guy, um, sorry, Ebony Benson went on to note. Um, I'm going to guess that Ebony is a female. I don't know. That's a I am scene. guessing. Okay. Benson noted that the statutes of limitation are being extended for victims of sexual assault, explaining that this is why people need to be educated on, you know, a brush against the shoulder. Anything at this point can be considered, considered sexual assault, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing to be educated about the laws. Yes, things about no things like consent that we should be teaching yeah. in every yes. school to children. These are things that they need to know and understand, yes. and we don't teach it. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah, but there was a bare midriff. So, That's I right. mean, there was a totally Not valid guilty. case there. Not guilty. Um, no. This was some of the um, courtroom dialogue. You were sitting by the fire. The room was dark. There was a nice mood. The lawyer um, asked. She was summarizing Constan's 2005 statement to police, and she she said, I don't know what that means. The lights were dim and the fire was going, Argusa continued. I don't remember how dim the lights were, but I did have to eat my dinner. This kind of like idea that um, she was like sort of enjoying the well, she wanted it. sexy environment. Yeah. Yes. 
By the way, I'd like to read all of the transcripts. You can be on a you can be on a date and still be raped. Of course you can. Like she may have gone there wanting to have sex. She didn't want to be drugged and raped against her will, which is weird. Right. Because I heard that's fun. Oh, interesting. No, not according to the cause. Yes. (laughs) Oh my god! All right. So there's no such thing as rape. Do you guys know who Johnny Galecki is? Are you aware of, of Johnny actor Johnny Galecki? Yes, I know who he is because he's, he's Rusty from Christmas Vacation. He, that's that's right. right. He was also the, the the one of the daughter's boyfriends on Roseanne. Right. That's right. So that show ran for I think eight or nine. What was her name? The or, lesbian one. I don't know which one he was the boyfriend of. Uh, Melissa Gilbert. Yeah. Jackie. Melissa Gilbert's Jackie. boyfriend. I think Jackie was the sister. Jackie was. The yeah, sister. I never watched the show. Me either. And, I, and he's on a show that I've never seen, but is probably made a trillion dollars. This, yes. is, this is, is my point about of this Johnny Galecki. He's, stars of the He's had two Big Bang very Theory. successful sitcoms, and I believe the one he's on now, he makes 20 to zero more than $20 million a year. I don't know if I've met somebody who's watched that say? show and it's twenty million dollars more than twenty million a year. No, he what? makes more than twenty oh, yeah. million dollars a year. Yeah, for that that's show, pretty crazy. Not that doesn't even count syndication. Like a couple of million dollars He's an episode very, or something. Very. Anyway, very so he has a ranch. Rich. Yeah. Um, in San Luis Obispo, mm. mm-hmm. mm. burned to the ground. Oh my god! It's his. Isn't that near the Madonna Inn? It's like yes, 100, it is. Madonna, yeah, 109 miles. I've been, I've been to the jungle LA. room. Well, you've been to the Madonna Inn. Of course I have. Shut up. So there was a big yeah. fire and it got it, it burned to the ground. Oh, it's beautiful up there. Gorgeous, gorgeous wine country. Untouched. Yes. He just has a ranch that he just goes to to get away. I've, I'd have a fuck off ranch too if I were that rich. For sure. He's probably got ranches all over the he place. He probably murders hobos up there. He's got so yeah, much money. Yes. He plays the most dangerous game. Here's a story about someone you love, oh. Kelly Osborne. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. How dare you say that? You're not a Kelly Osborne. I think fan? she's dating a skater, a pro skater. I think I read that. Somewhere. I think that's that's a pretty safe bet, no matter what the situation is. That's true. Um, she attended a New York City Pride Parade this past Sunday. Oh, that's cool. And needed to use the restroom. Yep. Went into a Starbucks in Chelsea who she claims wouldn't let her use the bathroom, customers-only situation. Yeah. Buy a and latte. she went to Twitter and said, shame on you, Starbucks, hashtag piss my own pants in this location because your shameful employees refuse to let me use a toilet. I have piss in my shoes. Uh, did uh, she pay for it or is she? I don't no. know. And they responded saying um, that they were trying to follow up with her because there was no rest um, restroom in the location that she went into. So I wasn't really problem. sure what happened. Here's but the problem. apparently she's an adult who pissed her pants. Here's, here's, I got to side with Starbucks on this one. And I don't like the world we live in. You can't, at least around here, you can't like stop at a gas station and take a piss because they're like, no, you can't go in. And the reason is because probably they used to let people take a piss in there until some junkie went in and shot himself up and fucking died there. Or some maniac hobo went in there and smeared his feces all over the walls. And now they don't and, let anybody go in there. And it's, it's but, like that everywhere. Go on. Yes, but sir. also, I've been, I've been in New York, 
And I almost, Michelle had to warn me, I was about to go into New York on Sunday. And she's like, yeah, today's a pride parade. You don't want to do that. Um, Too crowded. Anytime there's a parade or something, like it, it is so crowded that if you don't charge, you know, customer, you, if you don't like limit it to just customers using the restroom, like, you are ruined. Yeah. There, there's going to be feces piling up. I'm in here. super confused exactly. though because exactly. if I need to use the restroom, I will give you twenty dollars. Yeah, like I'll buy what's a latte. the problem? I'll buy, I'll buy a latte. I'll buy I have a latte? five lattes. I don't drink. What, what I don't, do you need? I, I need to. I need to pee. So I would get an americano. Just or someone should just open like a space that's just like fifty restrooms and charge people money four to shots, use them. Four shots of espresso over ice. <laughs> What we need is like what they have in Europe is those little like stalls on the street where you just go up and you just have a piss right there. But I mean, you you have to have exact change. That's the problem with those uh, things. Yeah. But still, so I mean, Europe is a way more civilized. Yeah, they get it over there. For sure. Civilization. But, but they they do yeah. ask you to have like exact change and yeah. nobody a, has change. And it's like a pence. Let me have, yeah. do you have, yeah, a, do you have a shilling. I need 70p to get in there. Yeah, like, 70p. Quid. You have a quid? As soon as they go credit card, now we're fully. I mean, the quid's a dollar. You know that. 40 quid. Oh, my God. They're on the pound. All right, moving up. A quid is a a sort of slang for a pound. It's like a buck. It's like a buck. A A quid. A quid. Quid is just slang for money. How much is it to use this restroom? 40 quid. Look at you mastering the Guy Ritchie lingo. That would be a lot. That'd be, too much. That'd be too much. I don't think that would be worth it. It's too much, right? I would Forty quid would be. That's, that's about that's about ticket for peeing outside. Much. Yeah, I would just do that. Yeah, just when Brian that. was in Indonesia with me, and I told him he could just get out of the car and piss on the side of the road anywhere he wanted. Yeah, I was very excited. It was exhilarating, and he really it. took that's like pissing on ice cubes in the men's room. What's that, Ed? That's like as exciting as pissing on ice cubes in a minute. Yeah, it's a good feeling. I got out there and I, I swung it around like Bobby Flay. I like had it out. I exposed mm. it to all the cars. All right, I got a I couple more stories. Good, good for you. I got three more stories to get through. Okay. So according to TMZ, which is the source of most of my yeah. information, the most rapper Lil' Kim oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. has been named as a person of interest in a robbery that took place early this past Sunday in L.A. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Kim rented a house for a BET weekend party. The BET Awards were just on in L.A. She and her crew showed up to check out the digs, didn't like them, demanded their money back to no avail. A heated argument erupted. Someone called the cops. The cops left, citing that it was a civil dispute. Yeah. Later, a group of masked robbers showed up back at the house demanding a recompense. They eventually um, left with what they were looking for: Kim's deposit and a boatload of cash. Apparently, they made off with twenty thousand um, oh, dollars no. total. Oh no! Um, and and then good. they also the robbers also slashed everyone's tires and stole a single hubcap. Isn't that's little, a bit much? Hasn't little Kim already done time? Um, she is Are a gangster. You, yeah, she's been locked yeah, straight before. up. Yeah, I expect Foxy more Brown. from. The uh, one who rhymed "come" with twenty-one, right? Yeah, there you go. Ed. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought she was a little more clever than that. Yeah, unbelievable. I didn't know she was still around. She looks a mess. She yeah, sure she does. she is like the Michael Jackson she plastic sure surgery rat. Yes, um, this She's is a, struggling. Yeah, I, this totally is a agree. good story. I want to move to. Okay, let's move to it. Um, there were two things early nineties, sorry, eighties era. Tom Cruise enjoyed apparently reading the Word of God. And getting his knobs lobbed. Oh, this is a great story. Oh. Yeah. But, 
Um, this is according to Booger. Booger. Yeah. Curtis Booger Armstrong, who was um, Cruz's Risky Business co-star, has yeah. written an, auto- yeah. an autobiography. Wait, Booger. The, the name Booger. of it is Revenge of the Nerd or dot, 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 The Singular Adventures of the Man Who Would Be Booger. Unbelievable. <laughs> what a, the what actor a way discusses, to sum up a life. Right. So... Um, Armstrong wrote that he'd often invite Cruz out for drinks after filming, only to have the star to, um, his co-star decline, saying things like, got an early call tomorrow, got a workout, still study my lines, he'd say. And then I like to read the Bible a little before our bed. Air oh, alert. What a maniac. Um, and then this is an excerpt from Booker's book. Returning late one night, I found three or four young girls, late teens, I suspect, lined up in the hall outside of Tom's room. I remember thinking, Tom's going to be really upset if these hot girls interfere with his Bible reading. So I asked them, with all the stern gravitas of my 28 years, if there was something I could do to help them. They just stared at me, and at that moment, Tom's door opened, and another girl came out, adjusting her hair and taking off down the hall while the first girl in line slipped into Tom's room. I mean, Tom's a real stud. Who nice could, work if Tommy, you could get it. Who could get, who could get it up for four blowjobs in a row? If I were Booger, How I'd does be he like, know it who was wants just to blow blowjobs? <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some shrapnel here, yeah, right? So this must have yes. been pre-Mimi Rogers and her right. introduction, introducing Tom to the delightful cult of Scientology. Wow. When he was a devout Catholic. Uh, Mimi Rogers. She must have a lot of confidence because she has massive cans. Okay. I mean, some of the ultimate This is is before Tom Cruise learned the truth that humans evolved from oysters, right? Isn't that the the view? Yes, they were deposited in volcanoes. I might be reaching out to Zenu if I needed the kind of power to be able to go for back-to-back sessions. Back-to-back-to-back-to-back. I'd be like, Elrod, LRH, show me the way. Maybe maybe that's what I've been missing all this time. Because I didn't know the, the... the quadruple back-to-back was possible. I just no needed Xenu. Yes, exactly. Brian, you're so glib. <laughs> Let a little Xenu in. Ha, 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 ha. I just blew my fourth load in a row. Now I'm going to read the Bible. Ha, 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 ha. Woo! Ha. Oh, it hurts my ears. Do you even know the, the history of Adderall? <laughs> Those rants were some of the highlights He's of nuts. Tom Cruise's He's career. Nuts. Really, he's I'd nuts. like to go back and watch That's that. He's so Matt Lauer, he's so nuts. Um, interview. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Okay, what else, Kate? Anything All else? All right, my last story last involves and and possibly um, our favorite celebrity, Johnny Depp. Oh. Things are really heating up in the dispute between Johnny Depp and his former business managers, the management group TMG. So, in the legal docs group. filed by, by TMG. The former managers who he's suing, remember? I talked about this last oh, week. We've, yes, we've talked about it a few times. Alleged the actor was, quote, fully aware that he was illegally bringing his dogs to Australia. Oh, son of a I don't of know a if bitch. you remember last year when he was still married to Amber Heard, oh, who yeah. he most likely domestically abused. Pistol, pistol and took, skunt. Took, um, <laughs> what were those boo. dumb? Pistol and boo. Pistol, teeth uh, up Yorkshire my- Terriers, boo and pistol. <laughs> yes. 
took them on his private plane to Australia, and apparently he knew full well that that was a against that the mi- law. That minister Barnaby Joyce sorted his fucking ass out <laughs> in a fi- in the filing. TMG claims that Depp falsely claimed to authorities and in public press interviews that the incident was a big misunderstanding because he supposedly believed his staff had obtained the necessary paperwork. And then he made that video. Um, Weird video. And then when Depp was publicly confronted about um, this by the Australian authorities, Barnaby Joyce, TMG claims he, quote, pressured one of his long-term employees to take the fall. Oh, you son of a bitch. Um, But that video was amazing. Yes. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he and Amber were, um, I guess, part of their recompense was they had to make an apology video. (laughs) And it went viral, and it was very funny. Amazing. Amazing. Well, oh, oh, Johnny. You know, uh, here's the thing. The the truthfulness is uh, my dogs were named Pablo and Isaac, named after my favorite artist and my favorite member of the love boat. And uh, <laughs> now I, I, must, I must admit um, I'm attached to those canines. Australia is a wonderful. Uh, a local villager from Bordeaux region of France taught me a little trick with peanut butter, and well, how could I resist taking the two little guys along for a, for a shoot? I'm a dog guy. Yeah. What can I say? Wait, are you saying that, Johnny? Are you? Would you put a little peanut butter on the end of old little Johnny there? Well, let's just say little Isaac and uh, Pablo did their did their work. Uh, uh, I, I was. I will say George Washington Carver would be proud of the work they did on my nuts. <laughs> oh my God! Fantastic. Here, let's watch that. Let's let's listen to that oh, Johnny Depp apology. Is this is this Barnaby or is this? No, this the, is Johnny Depp's apology here. Uh, Johnny. Well, island with a treasure trove of unique plants, animals, and people. This is his it ex-wife. Has to be protected. Australia is free of many pests and diseases that are commonplace around the world. That is why Australia has to have such strong biosecurity laws. And Australians are just as unique, both warm <laughs> and direct. That's it's amazing. That's his real voice. Yeah, he sounds like that. I'm truly sorry that Pistol and Blue were not declared. Boy, this Amber Heard is protecting so Australia. Smoking. Yeah, she is. Clearly when you enter Australia. Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, Kate. Is that it? Is that, that everything? That's it. Okay. Ex- excellent job all the way around. Thanks, Johnny Depp, for joining us. Guys, look delightful. out. Delightful appearance Thank by you. all of us. Thank you. Appreciate that. Guys, look out for the our Rocky Four special episode coming soon. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Kate, what were your... I might even listen to what that. What were your thoughts about... You didn't participate in the episode, but you did watch a little bit of Rocky Four with me. What were your thoughts on that movie? Um, it was very it, realistic, right? Yeah. It really was. Yeah. And people have said it was spectacularly corny. I didn't say anything corny about it. Right. I thought <laughs> it was like a very... Like authentic, look real looking. Just outfits, outfits look of, really um, down yeah, home, right? Like did a you, good like pullback of the Iron Curtain. Did you like what? Did you like Johnny Depp's uh, or uh, pardon me, Rocky Balboa's wardrobe? I did. The movie, yeah. yeah. And I like one of my favorite scenes was um, that really alert. cool dance. Um, that um, Apollo Creed does, like oh, before right. his fight, <laughs> coming yeah. to America, yeah, yeah. with um, James Brown. No, living in America. Ha! 
Yeah, that's great. It's, that was like a yeah. whole highlight yeah. for he me. Had a, he had an Uncle Sam sure. hat on. Um, no, Rocky had some pieces, which, you know, I'm going to, in all seriousness, might hit up eBay for. Oh, yeah, his, his clothing. Yeah. yeah. I wanted pretty that amazing. One. I wanted that one when he was washing his car. Okay. But that yeah. robot fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, the robot. Okay, sucks. guys. Look forward to that. We will be discussing that on a future episode. Until then, for a daily for Fancy Sauce, my name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us for episode 175. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.